This is a HeadGum Podcast. This is why you're single. This is why you're single. This is why you're single. Ba, 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 ba. This is why you're single. Ba, 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 ba. Welcome to the This Is Why You're Single podcast. I'm Laura Lane. And I'm Angela Spera. We are the co-writers of the book, This Is Why You're Single. Every week we highlight a different dating topic. This week's episode is cuffing season tryouts. Yeah, yeah. Also in the lineup, we're talking about what's new in dating news, what it's like to have an armpit fetish, and a therapist explains what sex addiction really is. Then we're diving into the mailbox to answer your listener questions. But first, we want to welcome this week's guest. You might have seen him on season two of Comedy Central's Broad City and in sketches for Above Average, Funny or Die, College Humor, The Wendy Williams Show, MTV.com, and Girl Code. Whew! He is also the co-host of one of our fellow HeadGum podcasts, Black Men Can't Jump in Hollywood. Please welcome back to the podcast, Jerome Milligan. Just so you guys know, I've been practicing my voice just for this podcast. What do you mean your voice? you different than... Because well, normally... You have normally, your own podcast. <laughs> but this is the thing. Normally on that podcast, like John tries to sound cool. James like tries to sound like really sexy. And I just try to sound like very like even keel. But I know... We're talking about cuffing season. So yes. I wanted to make sure my voice was like, oh, this dude may be cuffable ah. based on the voice, you know. Well, so, you know, a lot of single you know. women do listen. We've hooked up people before. Really? Yeah. Well, it didn't go so well. But yeah. we have. <laughs> listen, listen, you know we tried. Listen, I'm, let, let's try it. That's my goal. So I get, Nick, did you hear my goal? Producer Nick? Producer yeah, your, Nick? your okay. voice is very sexy. Uh, Producer Nick. Gerard. <laughs> I love shouting him out in every podcast. Okay, well, <laughs> he doesn't have a mic. So. <laughs> I know, that's the beauty of it. He can't respond to He's me. He's not allowed to speak. <laughs> uh, so, yes. Producer Nick happens to be my husband, for those of you just now tuning in to epi- episode 118, this is. Woo. 118? Yeah. Uh, so, draw your BFFs and fellow podcasters, Jonathan Braylock and James III, they're both either married or engaged. Ugh, so no. boring. Gross. What oh. is it like to be the single guy of your friend group? Are these guys <sighs> good wingmen? Like this is the thing. This is the thing about it. Okay, John. Okay, they both act drastically different. Whereas James is like immensely supportive. So of like, I'm a very picky dude. I will admit. So it's like I want to. I'm one of those guys that like if we're out, I'm gonna focus on one person. And like if I can't get that one person, then I'm good. You know, like I'm. You I'm fine. narrow in for the night, yeah. but that yeah. means you don't come off as desperate. Yeah, like so you don't like, want to be that guy that's like. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to be the butt. guy that's like, oh, oh. You said no. All right, I'll hook up with the next person. Yeah. Sni- sniffing people's butts is yeah. Angela. <laughs> sniffing butts. <laughs> Thank is you that for not letting that go unnoticed. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, why did I say that? Well, but, sni- no, but that makes sense. It's though. because yeah. Ange- Angela wrote an entire sketch once about, or it's a book in our uh, a book. It's a chapter in our book. Uh, which relates like guys on the prowl at mm. bars. Oh right, yes, I did. To like <laughs> animals in the wild. So from from after she wrote that chapter, she now just relates like any dating All men thing. Are animals. Uh, yeah, like <laughs> well, sn- I, they sniff butts. They, it's tricky. They hang out around I do the. Think, I think like if you haven't you know hooked up with somebody in a while, you know you have those moments where the person that wasn't attracted to you before is like kind of hot now. You know, and I feel like everyone has that moment where it's just like red and just tunnel vision and it's just oh i could go for anybody but you can't go you can't like go into that because i believe in a very weird philosophy <laughs> it is very dumb uh 
it's very dumb, so I'm going to say it. I know how dumb this sounds. Um, like, it's not just quality over quantity, but it's also, like, if you're hooking up with somebody and your friends happen to, like, accidentally walk in a room, would they be proud? Like, would they be like, <laughs> would they be like, yeah, man? Or would they be like, oh, dude. Like, I just want, I want the, yeah, man, you did it. I want the high five. That's what I need. <laughs> but just... But like, yeah, that's what I try to. So you're not gonna every girl you hook up or go out with is someone you got to be proud of. Well, also it has to be somebody. I feel like you have to have some type of like, has to be some type of heat. You know what I'm saying? I call it heat. It has to be some type of attraction where you get you you both feel like you have to do this chemistry. Yeah, you know, Uh, for instance, James will always cheer me on. Like when we go to, you know, we all through heck I've been to um, South by Southwest, which is always a tricky situation. James would cheer me on no matter what. Whether Aww. whether it's like, uh, hey man, she like you. Like he will always be that dupe, man. I can't do it. You should do it. There were some know? headgum groupies at Which, the last. There was it, quite a few. It is very interesting when that happens. And it must be nice to be the only single guy of your guy group because you don't really have to be competitive and fight over girls with them. No, you don't. But it's so tricky when, especially when it came to this year at South by Southwest. Uh, uh, some of the 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 the, fol- the women were more aggressive than I thought. So like it wasn't about <laughs> it wasn't about fighting the other dudes for it was, it was about the about, women fighting. Yeah, and I was like, hey man, <laughs> this is like, and then I'm talking about saying hi to somebody and another person walking up. Oh, so you talking to this person now? So you ain't trying to come sleep with me? Like, but in a, <laughs> but use the other word. I'm trying to be more PC and not curse on y'all pocket. <laughs> You're allowed to, by the way. I'm saying, but that's how it would be. Like, and it was very interesting. And I don't know. And then John is a very shady dude. Like, John will like, oh, draw single, he should do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's one of those like dudes in a relationship. I'm like, bro, chill the fuck out. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh man, we gotta get Gerard girl. I'm like, bro, I'm good. Like, I'm I'm great right now. So they just act differently, you know. So I think of you as like the forever single guy, at least since I've... <laughs> That's a compliment. Yeah, since I've been your friend, like, you've been, like, hot guy, on the prowl. But have you ever been in a long-term relationship? I've been in one in my life. Okay. One I will... Yeah, I feel like I can't count high school. Well, maybe... No, I've only had one. One in real life. Um, we still friends today. It was for... I have what I like to call, like, a very weird life where it's... um. Yeah, remember that movie? I think it was a Dan Cook movie where everyone he dated. Please tell me you're not bringing up a Dan Cook movie. <laughs> no, on no, our hear me. I know. I feel bad. <laughs> I feel so bad. But it's the only thing that relates. It's like I never do it on purpose, but it's always three months. It's usually everything is three oh, months and it's done. Oh, that was I me. Do, I do know the movie you're talking about. Like, even though he has such an extensive filmography. I know, right? <laughs> and then like everyone after everyone he dates after him gets like married. Or something. Right. Everyone after me, like that's they meet the one. So it's like usually three months and out, and then it's the one. Wow, that is you and I are very similar because before I met Nick, all almost all of my relationships were three months. And I it's just never, it's not on purpose, right? No, no, no. Of course, yeah. not on purpose. It just after three months, things would like fizzle or we would break up. And then I've dated two guys who broke up with me and then went back to the girlfriend they dated before me and married them. It happens. I call it being kind of like the starter girlfriend or the starter boyfriend, you know? Yeah. Or it's the one that people like learn stuff from. Like, for instance, right. I, I will say the only, only relationship I had, I was in for three years and I learned everything from her. Like, again, we're still cool to this day, but I learned how to dress, how to eat properly. <laughs> like, honestly, wow, I learned... Wow, we always say you, like, can't change people you date, but it sounds like she really molded well, you. you absorb information. Change. Yeah, yeah. It, <laughs> but the thing is, also, was the thing of, um, 
she and my mom was way, way more attractive than me, so I felt like I had to like justify if we walked out in the street, like how like we were together. So like anytime <laughs> it was a wardrobe suggestion or whatever, I was like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna listen to this. I used to hate it at one point. I'm like, I get this. <laughs> so uh, she affected your wardrobe. What else did she have an um, impact in? Oh, I mean, definitely wardrobe. Definitely like health. Like I mean, I think I was like in my mid twenties, so I was never eating veggies. Like I just it just wasn't it wasn't going down. Like veggies, like now I'm pretty healthy. I know I had a piece of this pumpkin pasta in front of me, but like I pretty <laughs> much, I pretty much eat sweets like once a week. So like wow. health is very, uh, you know. So it was that mainly the clothes and also the I was a bad hugger apparently. Oh really? Were you a like ba- a butt out hugger? I think I was like a. Uh, what is a butt out hugger? You know, well, you don't you don't embrace like- you like so you think about the the aqua hug is that uh yeah yeah your butt is out it's a lot of space in between but also. People hug people differently depending on how you're attracted to them. You know, like usually if you're dating somebody, the guy has permission to hug low, like his hands are lower, lower back, mm-hmm. woman goes a little bit higher. Or if you're friends, or if you don't know your friends, you're like in that weird zone. Mm-hmm. If you do the X, you do the like, side hug. Yeah, it's like if you, like for instance, like if, if my right, left arm is low, my right arm is high, and then we do this weird thing. To me, you know when you're not friends, when you get the low. You get the... Because women, we know, like, you're not supposed to touch the lower back. It's, right. If you're, you know, if you're a respectful gentleman. Yeah, if you're respectful. So, like, if you get... If you're allowed to do that, it's like, oh, we're we're in it now. Right. Um, so, apparently, I hugged terribly. So, I had to learn how to hug. Um, <laughs> so, I learned she a lot. you how to hug. That's so nice. You know? Um, I, so- I don't even know what I... What if you had an impact on with Ian? He would have to tell you, I don't know. Yeah. I'm still I working. I assume everything. I've made everything about his life better. Granted, I... <laughs> I, <laughs> I made everything. Everything he does, he breathes so much better because I'm here. Even though I eat nothing but absolute shit all the time, I'm sure he's eating healthier. <laughs> yeah, I'm a little bit of a hypocrite when it comes to health, but I, I'm i like trying to be, like I guess, what you call predominantly uh, like vegetarian mm. or predominantly vegetables. I forget oh, what really? it's really. Yeah. So no meat, huh? Yeah, and I and I'm not pressuring Nick to do that, but I'm lightly suggesting <laughs> it cuz and we've watched a couple documentaries about it and uh but but you know, he's had like I haven't been doing a very good job because the last two days he's had chicken wings both days. I'm about to say, you know what that means is that anytime Nick records with us, we're going to have like uh barbecue over here no it's <laughs> so gonna have like hidden food <laughs> i need him to live for i need him to live forever but when he's with me a lot of the times except chicken wings aside he's been making like a lot of veggie whole food choices wow nick right. producer nick so you know i do what i can but yeah, you're having an effect yeah um so but you're single now, Jura. Yes, yes, I am how are you meeting people do you like to meet people in person you do the online well this thing? is my thing i I am a big in person kind of guy because I'm I I am not good with technology. I I'm terrible at text messaging. I'm very awkward because in real life I like to make a lot of jokes, which has some sarcasm, but it's like jokey. And I feel like you don't know that via text, especially when you first meet somebody. Yeah, it doesn't always translate. Yeah, and I also don't take photos of myself. So like I would have tons of photos of everyone else. So like when it comes to dating sites, I just don't have them. We'll gladly do a photo shoot with you after this. I mean, I would love it. I I tried. It's so funny. I tried Bumble. 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 Yeah. Bumble. I, I, I tried Bumble legit for eight days. Eight days. You didn't I, like it? 
I didn't get any. I didn't get any uh, things. Wait, actually, let me just say something. I didn't get a thing. Draw in in preparing for this podcast, we went on your website and like I'm like conflicted about putting headshots in your dating profile. Whatever. Yeah, but oh, you're yeah. awesome. Very good photos of you, like on the Highland, like walking around, being a casual man. Oh yeah, you don't weird. count. You don't count headshot. Yeah, you say you don't have any photos. We've seen your but those, IMDb. But, but those I was like, like, these are great photos. But those are like, fo- those aren't like the fun me hanging with my my. It doesn't real matter. Life. No, but you could put glossy. But you, you could like you mix them in with like other things. But you put them in the deck. I, see, this is my this deck. is my thing. I, I had I had a bumble. Yeah, and I'm, I had, go- like, I'm googling. I'm googling you right now. There are some hot <laughs> sultry you. pictures. Uh, listen, I had a couple. I had a couple. So I had my friend help me do the site, and she okay, was like, good. "I know what to pick." I got maybe one. Out of seven days, I got like That's one. because you didn't have this picture, this headshot, where you are staring straight at the camera. <laughs> See, that I would have, I would have, like, that's like a legit headshot. No, that's it's aggressive. hot though. That's aggressive. <laughs> uh, see, my thing is like, I, you know, I don't have like the fun. Like, if we were out partying right now, I would have a ton of photos of you guys, but I would have zero of myself. I just don't, men taking selfies feels weird. Yeah, I guess girls are better at being like, I'm going to drink my beer, take a picture of me. It's yeah. going to be candid. I'm like, oh yeah. my God, look at this really cute wall in paint. This like brick wall covered in like paint. Can you take a <laughs> yeah. picture of me? I'm going to like stare off into the distance. Okay, yeah. go. I have tons of actor friends who do that, like males who do it. It just feels weird for me to be like, hey, how does, does the lighting feel really good on me? <laughs> All right. Well, we. <laughs> you just got to do it though. We'll help you update your pictures because I, you've got some headshots that I've are not broken. so headshotty. I've been broken. Like I like I tried to do the site when after eight days and I got no requests. I was like, okay, I I think I I I'm hurt. My feelings were hurt. I'm done. <laughs> Laura, I will let you do it. I let you. I, I like, will I'm help. Hurt. I think we can help. You haven't done Tinder. No. Mm, Maybe I feel like, like you once. would thrive. Maybe like <laughs> once, but I like when it comes to the sites, it's just because you know what it is. Once you have to start the conversation. I'm really good in person. Like I can make you laugh and like do stuff in person. But when it comes to the phone, I get bored texting. But so that's the like, story you're telling yourself. I think you have okay, convinced yourself. Okay. You've convinced yourself that you're that you're not a good texter. So then you're you're it's like a self fulfilling prophecy. Right. And the, the truth is, fifty uh, percent of having good texting game is being funny. That's true. Angela was seriously like an all star when it came to like texting on apps and. Like she was so good and witty, and I feel like you would be too because you guys are both really funny comedians. Yeah, and then you can deliver in real life, which is where I had like the little disconnect. <laughs> <laughs> so you're like well rounded. Okay. Yeah, exactly. So, so you help me uh, design I'll the page, the and then I'm gonna just let you do uh, all of my. Yes. My there you go. Draw. Have you ever been ghosted or ghosted a girl? Oh my god, I've I've been ghosted numerous times. Really? Oh my god. Oh my. You know what I have? I will say this is I. I've been looking at it. I don't know. People who normally ghost me will always, like, usually come back. Like, in some. They're submarines. What do they call it? Submarines. When they, when they rise back from yeah, the I dead. Mean, it, it, that happens to me more times than almost. Do it, they have an excuse of why they ghosted you? I mean, uh, uh, what was one? one <laughs> I bring her up all the time, but now she knows I talk about her, actually, probably. Um, I think at one point it was like, oh, I was dating a couple people. I started getting serious with one when I just met you, and I'm like, all right, that's cool, but you ain't say that then, you know, and then just like kind of randomly appear, like literally everyone usually appears after uh, either a summertime or a fun post is posted somewhere, you know, uh, matter of fact, I think I didn't get ghosted, but uh, I just tried to go on a date with someone recently, 
And like, and I rarely like actually do the official date. Usually, you know, guys we do like, oh, let's hang out, that kind of BS. But like an official date, and I was like, oh, this was fun. And then she texted me like a week later, like, hey, I just got back with my ex. Um, oh, at least she gave you a reason yeah, I and for I, her. And, you know, and I think that's what I said. I was like, you know what? In all honesty, I really respect this. Did you tell like, her that? Oh, I, I instantly said it. I was like, I so respect this. But I was like, but also I'm going to be honest because you're honest. I, I would normally do the thing of like, oh man, let's still be cool and be friends. Like I'm not, like I'm not gonna do that because no. I would probably still accidentally hit on you, and that's awkward and disrespectful. You to said both that, you. yeah, because I'm like, Good for if you. you were real, I don't want to do like that's a I'm li- we're now lying if like we went from dating to like oh let's be friends yeah a that's actually very refreshing that you were each honest. She said she got back with her boyfriend, and you were like, cool, I don't want to be friends. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because that's like, <laughs> and plus the way the world works is like. You know, I already talked to my, um, you know, my um, fairy godmother. I was like, yo, they get like two months, you know, by December. I need this to end. And that way, you know, we're good. So. Wait, what fairy godmother? I have a fairy godmother. Don't worry about it. We're like, my fairy godmother, she like comes and she's like, oh my goodness, you need gifts and stuff? I'm like, yeah. I oh. want I want to date um, Holly Berry. And then she hooks it up. So. <laughs> I'm so confused. That's amazing. <laughs> so, no. no, no but <laughs> this I, is why you're single. You don't have a fairy godmother. <laughs> But it's no, but it's seriously, I was like, uh, yeah, I couldn't even be mad at that situation. I was like, this was, this is fine. <laughs> but I've never, I have never ghosted. Usually, what I would do is like, I am one of those prolonged texters. So, like, I established that my response is going to be <laughs> two to three hours immediately. Oh, that's like, so just, annoying for girls. I know it is. But, but that's also, even if you're into someone? Because it's tough because I don't, my phone is usually on um, the, the, the sleep mode. Yeah, because so like, I hate texting people and I hate people asking me questions. So I'm always going to be late to respond. So I like to set up this is how long it's going to take. And then usually after a while, my responses get like, oh, you want to hang out? Yeah, sure. I guess it just never gets to the point where people uh-huh. are like, oh, this isn't serious. So they kind of ghost themselves. It's like we just never talk about it. It's just kind of telling just ends. yourself that. Mate, I, I never, <laughs> You're a ghost. I, I never not respond. Like if even if someone who I haven't spoken to in a while was to text me right now, I would see it and like I'm never gonna like ignore it I'm just like not gonna set a date but when you're excited about somebody you must respond frequently (laughs) no no hear me out hear me out hear me out I do hear me out wait I do respond but I always take yes so like I'm like I do bursts so like you know I'm super excited like I respond but then I have gaps because is it kind of like scheduling times to check emails kind of because I don't my thing is I don't want anyone myself included to be used to like texting someone all day every day so it's like I, I, I do it like we have a cool conversation for like you know we text back and forth a lot for an hour I'm like cool you just don't want them to get used or me like I don't want to like get to the point where I talk a lot so I don't want to get to a point where like I'm texting you nonstop and it's a bunch of blue what if they call and, you oh I love a good phone call okay oh. so I you're love just, a good phone that's call that's rare I think you need to okay my advice Please. is Early on, I think you need to just say that and be like, hey, I really like phone calls. I'm not a big texter. Like, Mm. whatever. I have arthritis in my thumbs. (laughs) Whatever you want to say. Or you could just say you don't like texting. But I would tell people that because most people assume people hate talking on the phone for whatever reason. So Mm. then, like, if they're texting you and you're, like, not that good at texting, they won't feel as weird to call you. Well, but I think you have to call them because it's so foreign for most people at this point. They're like, I feel weird calling what's going to happen oh, yeah. when he answers. So but I'm a talker too. Like I'll like pick up the phone a lot of times and just like, I just want to talk this out. I like, yeah. I yeah. love like calling people like the whole back and forth emails, even with like work stuff, friend stuff. I, I'm just like, let me just like pick up 
the phone and like see where you're at or for making plans i don't want to go back and forth like 30 texts all the yeah. time even though i end up doing that because a lot of friends won't pick up the phone but i'm like it's so much easier to just like call and talk stuff out and especially because like I, you don't know the tone in someone's yeah. text message sometimes and plus the one thing i do hate is someone if someone is texting me nonstop and i just call to try to like do this quicker and they don't respond and then be like oh we can just text i'm like ah, ah, us. <laughs> uh. i will say though if i haven't heard from somebody all day like when i was dating and single whatever if they haven't texted me all day but then they call me at the end of the day that actually makes up for the absence that oh, like does it? it does because a call is more meaningful mm. yeah a so. call kind of makes i would say like a call is equal to like 11 texts. What yes. about a FaceTime? What about a FaceTime? Uh, equal to 15 texts. Although, yeah. I would be like, why are you FaceTiming me? This is a bit much. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I want to see your face. I'm a, look, I no, FaceTime is great. Like, Nick and I FaceTimed a lot at the beginning, within the first two weeks, because he went home to Ohio. So we did a lot of that FaceTime. That's a good reason. And it was really cute. And he gave me like a little tour of his house. And like, you see this? I held up like a paper heart. I don't really remember. Uh, I just have like, yeah, it was cute. It was cute, guys. Just know <laughs> it was cute. Uh, That's cute. Jarrah, like it. yes, it's, you're currently in cuffing season tryouts. Yes. What, first, I guess we should explain what cuffing season is for, for people that don't know. So cuffing season, this is according to askmen.com. Cuffing. Leave it to men to yeah. mansplain okay. cuffing season to us. <laughs> well, you know, they had a good explanation. So here's what they said. Cuffing season generally occurs when the temperature drops around late fall through winter when people start looking for someone they can spend those long, frigid months with. It lasts until the temperatures start to rise again around May. Although, Angela and I discussed this earlier, we kind of have like a different time span for what we personally think cuffing season mm. is we think it's more about the holidays and a little i mean the temperature definitely is important uh like this like this little description says but we're more about cuffing season starting from october for halloween when, halloween, when you want to like do like a cute couple's costume <laughs> until late february after valentine's day because it's too hard to break up between the holidays from hollow you know there's halloween then you got thanksgiving then christmas hanukkah new year's valentine's day there's like so many holidays it's like too hard to break up with somebody in between them and you like family pressure and all that stuff so why do you personally want to have a boo for a cuffing season well this like i'm an only child so i i need people around like i me too i'm an only child too. really yeah like, so we try to make families yeah like i need it and i know some only children who like hate they are cool being alone like i have to have a roommate i have to have like a body near me so for me for instance uh there's moments where i just don't like leaving my house and not even say i have to have someone to like cuddle and stuff but it's like i just want someone else in the room yes you know just like I just, I just need even if she's like on the couch and I'm on the couch and I don't know, she's watching TV and I'm like on my laptop, I just need to know that there's a body here that I can like, if I needed to move closer to, just for like comfort and safety. Yeah. Uh, and then also, I mean, let's be real. Like it gets cold, you know, spooning is great, you know, cuddling is great. And then also sometimes you just don't want to go out. So the whole point sometimes of going out is like, well, I want to go out, I want to have fun, I want to party, I want to meet somebody. But I ain't got to do that. Like, right now, I can watch Stranger Things, you know, order right. some food. And then we're already at someone's house. So, like, I, like. You don't even need to leave and go into the snow in, like, uh, frigid weather. And you can, no. like, when you comment on what's happening on the screen, you're not talking to yourself. No. There's somebody there to laugh at your jokes. No. It's, it's amazing. It's great. And the thing, too, is that, uh, excuse me, it's just a thing of, you know, I hate having to 
if you're single, and depending on your level of um, your sexual life, hey, having to like continue to like find people and like do all this other stuff, and that's that's like five dates depending on who the person is, and like that's a whole thing. But you have the one person. Oh, cool! I know how this works. Like we we get how this goes down, you know. And it's so new that you're still willing to try stuff and like explore and like have a little fun, you know. I love it. Well, Jarrell, we're going to talk more about your cuffing season tryouts and what you're going through and what your strategy is <laughs> later on in the podcast. But right now, are you guys ready to jump into what's in the news? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Angela, what have you been reading about in the news? Okay. Well, Jarrell was just kind of talking about like, you know, finding somebody to get intimate with mm-hmm. during cuffing season. So I was reading um, about armpit fetishes on Cosmo.com. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Um, Karina Heisch interviewed three different people that have armpit fetishes. Um, Draw, do you have an armpit fetish? I do not. Wait, Karina wrote that? That's one of my oh, friends. You know, we read articles from her all the time. Please tip her off to our podcast. I would text her as we do this right now. Oh my God. Did I say her last name correctly? I've never attempted to say her last <laughs> <Okay>. name. Okay. <laughs> great. 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 Um, so yeah, she spoke to three different people that are very into armpits. Is this kind of like a foot fetish, but it's but it's your armpit? Yeah. So for a lot of them, it was it was about the smell. It was more about the smell. That's than what the they shape. wanted. Yeah. <laughs> so like, uh, they pretty much all. She spoke to three people. All three of them were like, "Yeah, I like don't even like when people shave their armpits. Like I like them to be hairy because it soaks up the smell more. So they like they don't like bo. They like no, they like bo. Yeah. What? And like one of the guys was like, my girlfriend will like leave me her stinky shirts to smell when she's gone. Um, my favorite guy. So his, do they not like people to wear deodorant then? That's what I was just going to say. My favorite guy. He has a fiance who she was like, not into armpits. You know, what are the odds? It's hard enough to find someone you're compatible with, let alone two people into armpits. But she's like, all right, I'll go along with it. So she stopped wearing deodorant for him. What? Um, but then she's like really stinky and going to so lose friends. My favorite quote from this whole article, um, let me see if I can find it, where he was like, um, they asked like, are there any misconceptions about your attraction to armpits that you'd like to clear up? And he was kind of like, no, it's actually never affected our social lives. She does tend to be pretty smelly, but my closest friends know the reason why and are usually cool with it. Wait, this? No. No. So, no. He, so he says, it's more a reflection of making sure your friends are chill and open-minded people. No, wrong. No. This is all wrong. No. If you want to be smelly like at nighttime, like like take a sh- or like go to the gym when you're done with work and you're done with the party like maybe go to the gym don't wear deodorant and like kind of avoid people at the gym and then go home and like let your boyfriend smell your pits but you have to take a shower when you're going to be around other people cuz it's just honestly I think it is rude. It is rude <laughs> to be walking around all smelly. We like Nick and I had this fight where I keep trying to get him to wear natural deodorant because I don't want him to like die. <laughs> That'll from, do it from the aluminum. And he was like, "I can't do it. Like I'm too smelly." And I agree. I've, I agree. I've tried to get him to use other brands. I'm still. I'm. I think I'm like like sneak out. Like I might like take the actual deodorant out of his like out of his like Old Spice and like put natural deodorant in because I I think I found this brand that actually works. And I gotta get him to try it, but he doesn't want to risk it because he's like he has a mm-hmm. fr- he has a friend that started wearing natural deodorant, and he's like I genuinely think it has like affected his social life, and he's like <laughs> losing uh-huh. friends, and he's like I can't do that to myself. Yep. I like care too much about cleanliness, which I'm glad I'm with someone that cares about cleanliness. But my point is, it's rude to walk around being smelly, yeah, and I agree what? with that. 
Nick, you get. I tried that that uh, healthy whatever the hell deodorant. I was like, no, I work out way too much. And also, this is my thing. I that's so rude because I am so opposite. Smells mean so much to me. Me too. In the bad way. Oh my goodness! When something smells bad, like when food, or if you're on the yeah. elevator, or like a body, I feel like it gets in your mouth, so I can never <laughs> talk around them. And now I'm tasting the bad odor, and now it's affecting my breath. My soul. Smell and taste are very connected. It's connected. Yeah. And now you want me to taste your funk? That's what it's every time that's <laughs> to what taste doing. your funk. And I, on the flip side, I have to say, like, there have been times where, like, you know, when you like wake up in the morning, your deodorant's rubbed off a little bit, and like you kind of like are like, mm-hmm. well, I can smell myself. I do not feel sexy, but like I could not be intimate with somebody if I was like, mm, I can smell myself. And like wait, maybe it, I'm don't get me wrong, no, like I am like <laughs> Wait, 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 what did wait, you hold. say? Because, like, in the morning, at, like, the morning stuff, like... You think I, it smells good? I think I, like, for some reason... Oh, am I in the armpits and shit now? Uh-oh. Wait, because I, <laughs> I love... I love waking up in the morning and everything just being, like, groggy and then, like, every... It's just, like, Ugh. the only thing... Like, no. Because my thing is, I feel like at night people have sex because, oh, it's whatever. But in the morning, that's some intimate shit. I'm you smell with you. a little weird. Your breath isn't fresh yet. It's like this is when you know you're just in. It. You're just primal. <laughs> yeah, you're just like a beast. And it's the both of you. You're like, fuck it. We don't care. <laughs> it's giving me anxiety just thinking about that it scenario. Because I'm like, no. I have to brush my teeth. <laughs> I don't really have like a B, a BO problem in the morning. Like, like I don't think I smell I bad. I call it a problem, by the way. <laughs> I don't know. If I take a shower at night, I like put deodorant on. I don't know. I think I smell good. I, I do like, I, I guess I... I like Nick's armpits in the sense that I'm very attracted to his pheromones. Like he smells mm, good. Mm-hmm. I like I'm like just very attracted to I like him. how mm-hmm. he smells <laughs> and like and all that. But not I've never I don't know, he's he's never smelled BO-ish to me, but I I'm I'm into armpits when he smells like good. Like I'm smelling right. his like fer- uh, his his pheromones mm-hmm. and like his sweat. Yeah. But not like that's not mm. these people. That's not these people. Yeah, it's different. Yeah, armpit. right. And then some of them go so far as like they lick the armpit. Oh, uh-huh. uh, all right, enough. Just Next. Like, all right, fine. they lick the arm. I can't handle this. And I'm not trying to judge anyone's like thing, but that is. Yeah, don't kink shame. I'm not. I'm not but, trying to. Yeah, but yeah, I'm that's, not. it's not for everyone for Oof. sure. No. I don't even know what I would do if someone was like just in the middle of sex licking my arm. I was I just think gonna I would say legit. like. If you really loved a girl, she was like beautiful and smart and would, would like get I've had someone try to do the finger thing once and I was like, nah, you got Like up your butt? Yeah, finger? I was like, yeah. I was like. She said I, no? First off, like you just don't. <laughs> you, this is a whole nother podcast. Like you just don't. <laughs> yo, the dating scene is crazy. Like, I got to <laughs> say, Danish. The dating, the dating oh, scene. I thought sorry. you said the Danishes are crazy. <laughs> I was like, I didn't know that <laughs> yeah. fingers up butts was a Danish thing. Like, man, I, they are nice people. At least she asked. No, no. The thing is, it, she, it became a talking point after the move happened. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, like after the move went down, that's when we started discussing oh, it. Okay. Well, yeah. And we were still already in the. It was like we we're in the middle of it, and I thought it was just like, I don't know, some what? women like ass, and so I'm like, oh, you just trying to grab some ass. But I felt the slip, and I was like, oh, hey, <laughs> you know, hey, like you can't just, you can't just do that. You said that you in the middle. I, I scream. I, I literally, because <laughs> your like your body, I don't know, your body moves Clenches. weird. You, yeah, and you twitch. I'm like, what the? Like you, know, like, you can't, you just can't do it. And then wait, what did she say? Well, as she was like, oh, you sh-, like, what did she say to me? <laughs> She was, it was like she was so calm. And I think her calmness is what really messed me up. It was like, it's fine. I'm trust me, you're gonna enjoy it. Like, 
a lot of men don't like it, but it's like you can orgasm a lot stronger. And I was like, you know what? You're right. <laughs> but the thing is, I don't like you teaching me in this fashion. You know, like you're looking me in my eyes. No offense, not to be graphic. I'm. We're still in. Like we're still we're still connected at this point. And now your finger is like hovering at this point. Like, is she pull? Yo, you and you, my thing is different if you try to like gently do some shit. But like when you just you just can't you can't just gent you no. So wait, Mm-mm. you it's a dance. Yeah, no, I need more details. So <laughs> she, she said, I'm down to maybe do that another time, but I don't. We need to discuss it before. <laughs> Basically, the whole discussion was, I was like, Yeah, man, I'm like, I, like I'm, I'm cool to try some shit. Like I'm, like, I'm cool to try some shit, but just don't spring it on me. Like, and she was the thing is, it, she was very cool about it, but also I guess in my mind I got very immature because in, in my head, like you know, we went back to doing whatever, but anytime, <laughs> anytime she tried to like. Touch me with the with the hand. I was like, yeah, I can't, I can't. Like you can't because it was up your butt. Yeah, I was like, you can't, you can't, gra- you can't like grab my back and then like touch my face. Like I, like, <laughs> your hand, your hand was in my butt. <laughs> and the, That's and, I, like, and the thing is, like, I totally get it. Like, it, you know, people forget, and it's my butt. But like, you can't just, you can't, not the side of my face. Like, I wouldn't, oh. I wouldn't grab somebody's ass and touch their face. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that's just so weird. No, you're right. That was weird. Uh, yeah, you're. I mean, I'm with you. I'm a very, very clean person. Like, <laughs> Super clean. And like, yeah, like one of the first things when we got our new place was I wanted a bidet. Like, I want, mm-hmm. I want my butt to be clean enough that you could stick a finger up my butt and touch <laughs> my face, but I still wouldn't want you to do that. Yeah, because, <laughs> because the thing is, like, man, butt is that's, that's like it's not like pee. It's not sterile. It's like you don't fucking make me break out of something. Like I don't know. Like it's like waste. It is literally waste. It's feces. Yeah. It's feces, and your pores in your face. I guess hypothetically, maybe could get bacteria from your butt, and exactly. then you could break out, and that'd be really embarrassing to have a bunch of pimples from your butthole. Imagine explaining that to somebody. Hey man, what's, what's this? What's this pimple line? It's so weird. It's just in one line. Yeah, man. So like, put a finger at my butt. <laughs> Like that shit is not a cool conversation. It's cool. It's my poop. It's yeah. not her poop. Yeah, it, it was. It was mine. And my, my ass. But then you gotta explain. My butt. My butt's clean. But you know, she went all the way in. And you know, you can't. That shit is weird. So, oh, uh, so just to recap. Oh, yeah, great, great. Afterwards, did you end up having the conversation and trying it another time? We didn't try it another time. Um, I mean, we kept hooking up after that. We didn't try it another time. I think. I don't think it even came up again. Like I think, like after that, she was like, "I'm not even." Yeah, I don't, try think, it I don't think it ever came up again. I think it legit, like, never. Because you probably curious. looked horrified the whole time, and she was like, "Well, he didn't well, like that." Well, the thing is, it was like it was a, like it wasn't even that long. It was just a, it was a shock. It's like what? But now you're curious because you're probably wondering, like, I wonder how much more intense that orgasm could have been. Well, I've read that it it is pleasurable well, for no, men. The thing is, it's supposed to be intense, but to me, it's like there's certain situations where like you're like it's not worth it. Well, no, I mean. I, <laughs> Again, like I, man, I don't. I want to say I'm open to trying that, like, but it's got to be like, I don't know. The bed has to be super soft, okay? I need. I Maybe need it's the not light a finger. Maybe it's an object so that she can then still caress your face. And the thing that went up your butt was. I think it's got to be a finger. Oh, okay. Because my thing is, I think if it's an object, I like. I don't know. I don't know my my mental. I, I know. I'm, I'm just, I know I'm strong enough mentally to be like, hey yo, because if. Someone puts an object and says like a, a bottle, right? No, I'm, I'm, I'm not. Okay, I'm not talking even like a small. You went from zero to sixty. Well, what else would you um, put up there? What would you put up there? I'm sure like that a there dildo? are. Yeah, but I'm not even a dildo. That With a is a butt plug or something. Yeah. Yes, I'm talking thing. about like a safe, 
I'm don't put some glass bottle up your butt, draw. Uh, I'm talking like a silicone. Based stop trying to put glass bottles I'm, up I'm, your I'm butt. I'm just simply saying this is my. I'm thing. talking about like a small silicone-based toy that is about the width of a finger. Listen, this is my thing. I, again, it has to be cool in some way. It has to have a football on it. it. Has to have my favorite basketball team. Maybe a Batman symbol. Yeah. So then I have to be able to explain this, like, hey, Nick, man, you know, honestly, you got to try, you know. The butt plug thing, like, because I, I have to be able to explain like the situation. Yeah, and it needs to sound cool. Do you like Pokemon? I do love Pokemon. You know they have Pokemon butt plugs. Are you actually serious? Right we now? read about them on the podcast. Yeah, you can have like a Pikachu tail sticking out of your butt. That honestly is kind of fire. All right, well, but no photos. We know what we're getting you. Uh, <laughs> That's actually really funny, to me. guys. My news story is just so not as exciting as <laughs> this. <laughs> But I'm going to talk about it anyway. You want to know what I've been reading in the news? Yes. Okay, the news story I picked this week is Science of Us in New York Magazine. This one's a little more serious. Okay. It's a therapist on what sex addiction really is like. This is by Deborah Schiller, as told to Katie Heaney. Because, you know, we've been reading a lot about, like, the Harvey Weinstein allegations. Yeah. I, like, can't read enough about those. They're, like, so horrifying. And, mm. you know, they bring up a lot of memories for, for myself and for other friends that I know. And uh, and now he's like, you know, oh, I'm going to go to like sex rehab. And so this article is basically about the difference of how assault is very different than what a sex addiction is. So here's what she said. She said, people who are violent, we don't take them. They do take people who look at child pornography, voyeurs, people who have ongoing affairs. But but rape is a violent assault. It's not about sex. It's about dominance. It's like beating somebody up. That is not a sex addiction. Just because somebody's famous and caught does not mean that they're a sex addict, but it doesn't mean that they are. So I thought this was different because I feel like we hear this a lot where, you know, something bad happens and somebody like assaults a woman and they're like, oh, I'm a sex addict. I'm going to go to sex therapy. And and uh, it kind of like loops people that do have sex addictions in with people that commit assault. Well, yeah, I think that Harvey Weinstein's like PR team is trying to scramble and find a way to spin it like oh this is something that can be rehabbed but it, yeah it also it makes it sort of like it's not his fault yeah you know, it's like he didn't actively choose it like oh he has an addiction he couldn't control himself and uh, it's not the same i mean and all honestly it's not the same because every situation all the setups have been the exact same it's like a massage which means it's planned out it's a it's very manipulative. It's like yeah. a planned out thing. You're completely yeah, and, and right. It's a power thing. And it's like, bro, that is a whole, that's aggression. And that's a drastically different thing. Yeah. Ugh. But hearing that he went to sex rehab or is there now, uh, a lot of people are asking, like, what exactly is sex addiction? So here's the diagnosis that she says they give. The diagnosis is, quote, impulse control disorder. And then it has a specifier like compulsive sexual behavior or something like that. She also says we have the more classical sex addiction, which is progressive over time. I guess this is like the most common. So people go from masturbating to porn to calling chat lines to meeting people anonymously. Sometimes there's trauma in a person's life. Uh, she says that they have, uh, she has one guy who came in who says he's looked at porn every day since he was four years old. And when somebody comes in and says, quote, I masturbate six hours a day, like that is that's yeah. that is sex addiction. Because well, like, you're not getting anything else done. Yeah, no, it's horrible. Dang. It completely messes up people's lives. She says their brains have not been working right. They come in feeling full of shame, and in and in a sense, you have to give them you know back their health or at least attempt to. Because I feel like people don't talk like when you're young, 
I feel like people don't address sex properly. I feel like it's a thing of, you know, if you do happen to go to a school that actually has like, um, you know, talks about sex in school, they don't tell you how really it goes down. It's like, you know, use condoms, whatever, but they don't tell you how to deal with just being sexually active and like, yeah. they don't take the shame out of it. Like even right now, um, some of my friends, I'm not even calling friends. So basically, I have people I'm, I'm getting to know. I just say not friends yet because I feel like it takes a while to be a friend. Yeah, I like that. But um, people that I'm trying to get to know happen to be porn stars. And it's a very interesting situation because almost everyone watches porn. And like this is their job. And so sex is a drastically different thing to them. It's almost like an art. It's almost like a, uh, it's a business. And I'm fascinated how shameful people make sex and even talking about sex even like hooking up with somebody it's like always it's not celebrated unless you're like a rich dude who you know is whatever but sex is a very weird thing man people don't like yeah it. masturbation too oh Speaking masturbation people never oh my gosh Ugh. Yeah, you can't talk about it and then yeah. when people have a problem you already have the shame that like everyday mm -hmm. people that don't have issues have so like imagine if you actually have an addiction people feel even more shame mm -hmm. to like go and get treatment so here's what she says is going on in the brain. She says, we know that addiction is its own disease. There's a glitch in the brain, and the person who is born with fewer dopamine receptors than others are unable to reward themselves from within. They reach for something outside themselves to fix that starting early on in life. Sex is one of those behaviors that people can start to deal with for their stress. It's a chronic disease, so it's not something that's going to be fixed. It's not like diabetes. You're not going to walk into a doctor one day, and then you don't have diabetes, Oh, she's, it's like diabetes, sorry. You're not going to walk into a doctor one day and then not have diabetes anymore. This is not something that they can cure, but what they do do is give people the tools to use to stop doing the things that they're doing that are devastating their lives, hurting everybody they love, and tearing apart their careers. So it's very interesting. But yeah, the shame part you bring up is is. Good, because yeah, I mean, people that don't have addictions feel shame, which is which is you know crazy. Yeah. And like, especially masturbation, like people. Ne I have one friend who's like, I don't masturbate, I don't need to. <laughs> I'm like, first off, dude, even if you're dating somebody, when people leave it the happens. house, it's like sometimes I'm like, hey, hey, oh, she gone? Cool. <laughs> Let me just go get this. Like, oh, I got the laptop. I will even say, as a single man, uh, I still to this day will delete my um. My my history on my uh, computer. Like, I don't have I, I don't have anybody checking it. Like no one checks it. Right. But I still don't want someone to type like P in Pornhub or something. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I, like I need to know that this is clean. If if somebody wants to borrow your computer, <laughs> yeah. that's funny. Well, because then you get into not just like masturbation shaming, but you don't want them to know the kind of porn the kind you're watching, of, and then get king shamed like exactly. our armpit friends. And I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to king shame. <laughs> Listen, I will say there's some stuff that I've seen on Pornhub that I'm like, hey, bro, this shit is getting too crazy. <laughs> I can't. This is nuts. Uh, yeah. It's all very interesting. Uh, to wrap up, I want to tell you guys a little bit about what they do at treatment, which I thought was interesting, because uh, oh. I'm sure people wonder. Yeah, you know, It's easy to think like what people do at rehab for drugs you know they right. like try to like purge it out of your system and like probably a lot of meetings and I, I i've never been but i can like imagine that like makes sense to me but how do you rehab somebody 
for sex addiction. So she says the first two weeks they get there, the only time patients leave campus is to go to supervised 12-step meetings. So they do also do the 12-step meetings. During those two weeks, they're really learning tools about how to not objectify people. What you do if you're sitting there and you start having sex fantasies or euphoric recall because that's not okay for them to be out in the world doing these things, like talking mm. to like an everyday person then all of a sudden like crazy sexual fantasies. They might like do something inappropriate. So... I don't know. It's all it's all very yeah. interesting, but the important thing to know is that sex addiction is different than assault. So yeah. looping sometimes they go hand in hand, but looping the two together is is it's dangerous. It's dangerous. Yeah. Do yeah, it's it's dangerous, and it like Jara said, it could be like a uh, it's a sh- stupid cop out for people, and uh, yeah, I mean, we're calling them is, out. Yeah, man, you know what you did. You thought about it. You yeah. thought about it before you even yeah. Man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, don't you wish we were still talking about armpit fetishes and, and, <laughs> know, and right? fingers up butts, right? Uh, this we, covered, this we covered the whole spectrum. We've covered a lot. This heavy stuff, man. Covered masturbation. <laughs> we covered a lot. And we're right. not even done yet. We're going to get into more fun stuff. We're about to jump into the mailbox. But first, let's take a little break to thank some of our sponsors. We would like to thank our sponsor, Latote. Latote is a personalized box of brand name rental clothing and accessories right to your door for one low monthly fee. Angela and I love Latote. As anybody who knows me knows, I, I love fashion. I love shopping, but going to stores can be really annoying. You have to deal with sales clerks telling you that everything looks cute, even though sometimes it doesn't, and you never know what to pick. Yeah, I'm, I don't love shopping. I love fashion, but I don't love the p- process of shopping, so Latote is great for me. It's also amazing when you don't have a ton of time like for us, working during the day, recording podcasts at night, I realized I have like a party this weekend and I was like, oh shit, I have nothing to wear. Wait a minute. Latota's sending me clothes. Perfect. Exactly. It's it's like, it really is the best thing ever. I just recently got this really cool like rainbow uh, pleated skirt and I, I love it. I've been seeing like pleated stuff everywhere. I've been really into pleats. Rainbow pleated skirt is very you. They must know you well. They do. They know me well. Well, I picked it out. That's what I love about uh, Latote okay. is you have the option of having them surprise you with a tote and like you fill out what you're into and your body type and then they'll they'll send you stuff that they think you'll like. Or if you're like very picky person like myself, you have the option of picking the exact items that you want. And that's what I always do. I'm like, oh, thanks for your suggestions, but I'm a picky person. So I picked this skirt and I picked like this other cute little red short skirt and I got some jewelry. I just got a lot of really fun stuff, but I picked it out myself. Whereas Angela and I are opposites attract. Yeah. I love when they pick out clothes for me and they really do nail it because you also have the option of like buying clothes that they send you at a discounted price if you really like them. And I always wind up buying like two things out of my tote because they're perfect for me. They just know me so well. Um, They have a great selection of like all different kinds of clothing. They have workwear, weekend wear, everything in between. You can look great no matter the occasion. Rent up to $300 worth of clothing from designer brands like BCBG, Max Azria, Nike, Rebecca Minkoff, and more all month long. Also, if you're expecting, they're great for maternity clothes. Yeah, tell all your friends. Tell all your friends. Having all those bebes. Uh, guys, check out Latote. We love it. We think you'll love it too. Go to latote.com. That's L-E-T-O-T-E.com to get started for as low as $59 a month. Enter our promo code SINGLE at checkout 
to get 50% off your first month. Once you sign up, you'll receive your completely customized tote within days. Choose between one or unlimited totes a month. Just wear what you want and return everything in the mail when you're done. It's that easy. Enter your code SINGLE and feel fabulous with fashion delivered right to your door. We would like to thank our sponsor, Lola. Lola is organic cotton tampons, pads, and liners. It's a subscription service. Everything gets sent right to your door. I am in love with them because I don't like putting bad stuff literally in my body. Yeah, it's inside you. It is inside you. And, you know, the FDA doesn't require brands to disclose a comprehensive list of ingredients in their feminine care products. So a lot of them put really bad stuff in there. Yeah, we didn't know that until Lola opened our eyes. Major brands use a mix of synthetic ingredients in their products, including rayon and polyester. That's that stuff they make cheap shirts out of. Yes. Their their feminine care products may also be treated with harsh chemical cleansing agents, fragrances, and dyes, but not Lola. That's right. It's 100% organic cotton. And, you know, I just have a peace of mind. I also love subscription services and boxes because the worst thing is you get your period and you're like, oh my God, I'm out of tampons. Yep. That happens happens to me all the time but thanks to Lola your life gets a little bit easier their subscription is fully customizable so you can choose your mix of products your perfect mix of absorbency and your number of boxes and frequency of delivery I myself have an irregular period so this is wonderful for me I love it because I use a like shockingly like a, like I have really short periods they're like three and a half days usually But I shockingly use a lot of tampons because I pee all the time. (laughs) And like, so I want to like change my tampon every time I pee. Otherwise, like pee gets on your tampon. You know how that goes. Yeah. And and I like their panty liners because then you don't like ruin your underwear on like weird days that are like kind of in between days. Exactly. It's amazing. They're super flexible. You can change, skip, cancel anytime. And check them out because we're hooking it up with a whopping 60% off your first order. I've had friends, I just want to say this also, I've had friends who have subscribed to Lola and they're obsessed with it. Like this is not just us who likes Lola, like like you will love it too. It's just amazing. So use our promo code SINGLE for 60% off your first order. Visit mylola.com and enter our promo code SINGLE. That's M-Y-L-O-L-A.com. Use our promo code SINGLE. All right, Angela, what do we have in the mailbox for Gerard to help us answer? Oh, I'm excited. Okay, so first up, uh, an anonymous listener submitted one of her messages from, I think, Bumble, based on the interface. So we love when you guys do this. Angela, do you want to role play with me? Should we have Gerard play the, the oh, man? Oh, it's a man, it's a man message? There's, there's a man. Yeah. Oh, I'm man. Sure. I'm All right, Gerard, you read okay. the orange. It's a very short message, okay. and I'll read, <clears throat> I'll read the girl. Okay. All right. It's all right. You go first. Oh no, the girl's first. I think. No, no. Oh no, it's him. Oh, is that GIF? Yeah. She sent like a whale hello there GIF, and then he says, "Hi. How's it going? Good. Just tired. Busy day today. Yeah. And I just broke up with my girlfriend. (laughs) Well, you move fast, don't you?" First that's, of all, that's how he started. That's that that's basically the entire message. Brother. Uh where do you think he went wrong? Well, first of all, there's a lot of things wrong, I think. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that whale. I was gonna say I like the what? whale. What the gift? She sent a whale hello there gift to start the conversation. It was like a whale jumping out of the water. It's 
I thought that was like a super cute way to like start the conversation. Especially because it's Bumble and I feel like girls are like, I don't know how to start a conversation. I'm a girl. That's how we all feel when it comes to like the Tinder. That's why, you know, it's like, hey. I, okay, a I'm not, good, not going to focus gif, on the whale. A good gift. Yeah, we're not here to yeah. shame her. A good <laughs> gift is a great way to start a conversation, in my opinion. But w- what is up with him like, saying, she's just like, oh, how was your day? And he's like, just broke up with my girlfriend. I think he was trying to get pity. I think he was trying to get, um, I think he was trying to get pity. Where it's like, basically, oh, you know, I'm going through this thing. I had a girlfriend. I'm broken. I need someone to help heal me or someone to like feel bad for me. And then that will help me like you know, do what needs to be done. It's interesting to hear the psychology, but but like from a woman's perspective, like we're not going to feel pity. We're going to think like you come with a lot of baggage and I don't want to hear about you breaking up with your girlfriend. Maybe if I happen to ask you about the last relationship you were in on like date one, two or three, then maybe. But like, I don't need to know that that's not how you like start a casual conversation with a girlfriend that you're interested in. Yeah. Well, it just doesn't sound like you're ready to like, it's not, if I want more than a hookup, you're probably not the best match for me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You sound like you're like depressed and dealing and still working through that shit. All right. All right. We have, we have a real question in the mailbox next for we you to answer. Do okay. you? Okay. This is also from an anonymous listener, a different listener. So she writes, what is your perspective on giving someone a second chance who benched you? Here is my situation. I'm a lesbian, and after having met a girl online, chatting for one month, and having one amazing weekend together, and continuing to make plans in the few weeks following, I was suddenly benched. After that, I tried to move on and date other people. Then two months after the benching, I got a long text from her. She was apologizing for being so inconsistent and was very honest. She had met someone around the same time as me, I suspect who lived closer and was easier to date. But alas, it didn't end up working out with the other girl. She admitted to not having given us a real chance and asked if I was the slightest bit interested. I hadn't met anyone since I was with her, so uh, with whom I had such chemistry, and I was shocked but also delighted that she came back for more. I'm hoping it was just a case of bad timing the first time around and that maybe we can make it work this time. Am I being too optimistic? Should I be wary that the same thing will happen again? What do you think? I would proceed with caution. Because I, I do think I do think second chances are I, I believe in second chances. And I also think people like yeah, people mess up. Like you probably like started, you thought this person was the one, and you know when you first start dating, everyone has their best face shown. And then, you know, three weeks, four weeks into it, you're like, oh, what have I done? I should have just stayed with the other person who I had a real connection with, but I just didn't know. Didn't that happen on The Bachelor once where like he ended up choosing a girl and then at the like at the like um reunion he was like i actually wanted the other one are you serious yeah this I, happened i think it did i think oh you're my right goodness. i remember it was crazy to watch but, but did she go with him yeah and they're married now and have a kid oh really the second one yeah the one that he like met the second chance one second chances guys I, like i i think just do it just be weary because you don't want to like get really invested and then the person leaves you again That's yeah good. but go with an open heart i guess yeah. if you are going to give it a second chance you have to go in with an open heart but like i said at the beginning kind of proceed with caution i think yeah. i think Gerard gave perfect advice so i agree let us know what happens mm-hmm. please um we have one more question this one is from our listener sophia sophia writes i was in a serious relationship and we broke up because we would get irritated by each other it was very petty i know now he tells me he loves me but he doesn't want to be in a relationship and won't leave me alone. I have a coworker in a similar situation. She was dating a guy and he told her he was getting back together with his ex-girlfriend but still won't leave her alone. This makes moving on difficult for both of us. Why do men do this? Jarrah, you're a man. 
Why do men do this? You know what it is? It, and this You have to speak for all men on the planet. <laughs> this, this is tough. And I, you know, I, I can't speak for all men, but I do think, whether people admit it or not, I think it's a weird thing of pride and ownership, which is like as men, we're kind of taught like, you know, when you marry someone, the dad has to give the daughter away. You know, because it used to like, you know, women work instead of property at one point. So it's like, you know, I want you, kind of, but I just don't want anyone else to have you. You know, I mean, that's that's basically all that is. It's like, you know, I like you. I still want to hang out. I don't want you to date anyone else. I don't want a title because I don't want it to be for real. But, you know, I just want you around. This was all our deepest fears. So to, I'm so it's so refreshing to hear a guy actually admit what we're all like wondering. Like, I think he's fucking with me because he doesn't want me to date anybody else. And he like and and he still wants to like have me in his back pocket, but he's with someone else. And that's basically what you're saying is happening here. And I think you're right. Yeah, I, mean, I think you you're think, totally right. I, I think of things in a very physical manner, which is probably not the best, but like you do not want to think of someone penetrating the person who you either used to or you still kind of like. Like you just don't want to think about it. You don't want to think about the situation. You definitely don't want to meet the guy. It's like it's purely, purely for. So he's just like messing with her head to avoid some other guy penetrating and her. he's probably yeah. penetrating yeah, all of, yeah. you know whoever yeah. I'm trying to think like I feel like penetrating is the best way to say it I'm, <laughs> trying, I'm not trying to be graphic uh, but yeah so basically he's kind of thinking of you as this property that he like he doesn't want to completely return the jacket at the store right so he's gonna leave it in his closet and never wear it right you better go out there and live your life yeah uh, so go out there just stop talking i think cut off communication you gotta yeah. cut off communication 100 percent. but that's hard to do until you find someone else to replace them with i know and yeah. like they said it's or, or she said her and her coworker are both having trouble finding somebody else to replace them because they can't move on when these guys are still messing with their heads so they kind of just have to like double down and be strong and kind of insist on no contact. They should go out together to like bars yeah. and like have a good time. Put your best dress or your best outfit on and just fucking live for Do it. two weekends. Uh, yeah. Yes. Uh, we hope that's helpful. If any of you other listeners want your questions answered or if you have funny text messages from an app that you want to share, you can email us at contact at thisiswhyyoursingleshow.com. You can also find all of our contact info on our website, thisiswhyyoursingleshow.com. Now let's dive in to our reason of the week. This week's reason is cuffing season tryouts. Yes, we talked a little bit about this earlier on. Drop, when did you officially start your cuffing season tryouts? It's tricky because it's supposed to start in October, right? That's mm-hmm. that's the time when tryouts are supposed to go down. Um, I'm normally, and this is not on purpose, a Januaryer. So like mm-hmm. I'm like my stuff usually happens in January because like I like the holidays and uh, also, global warming, it's probably not going to start to get cold exactly. until January. <laughs> but I do like the walks in the park and stuff like that. But for me, for some reason, I just never can get it going early. So, like, I tried, like, again, I tried to go out on a date to start cuffing season. She got back with the ex. I didn't have a backup yet. So, it was like, I just don't, I just don't come out the gate really good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it should be now. But January, January is usually when, like, I have a friend who I realize is attractive. And then it's like, oh, well, we should just. Hang, hang yeah. out or whatever. Everybody's like doing their New Year's resolutions. Yeah. They're like, I'm going to be a new me. Maybe you're a new yeah. you. Yeah, like, I'm going to like start doing stuff. So, but, but, but for sure to me, like the best time is right before, um, like, right, yeah, like you said, like Halloween. Like Halloween is a perfect time. Yeah. Halloween, you get to have the dates or you get to go out, see somebody at a party. You're like, okay, okay, I can do this. And then 
They're November in their 1st. They're, they're in their sexy Halloween costume. Oh, yeah. You can watch some scary movies together, hold each other when you're scared, mm-hmm. go to a haunted house. It's all great. Yep. Um, we touched on this a little bit before, but how important is sex to cuffing season? To me, it's important because I think I, I rate. I rate how I would approach somebody on two things, two thoughts instantly. First one, do I want to see them naked? Second it's one, important. will they annoy me after like 10 minutes? Like to me, it's like <laughs> I, the two things, because after a while I feel like, you know, sex is cool, but then there's going to be a point where you have to just be around and like chill. So if I can't just hang with you, then I'm, ah, this is boring. But sex is important because it's cold. It's cold. You're going to be, you're going to be cuddled up together. You're going to like, you know what's going to happen. It's going to be at night, might be a little chilly. You know, you're spooning. Women do that thing where you scoot your butt back, you know, and a dude, you know, brings his pelvis a little bit closer. Yeah, like, yeah. we know, we know, we, we all know feels, how it happens. You feel something poking you. Yeah, we know how this goes down. In the back. <laughs> so it's like, you need that. And if you don't have that, then it's just like, that's just your friend. Yeah. If you don't have sex, it's just a good we, friend. You got the little with. poke in the butt. Yeah, like, yeah. Hey, you know, without yeah. the poke in the butt, it's just, yeah. uh, it's just a friend, which is cool <laughs> if you got a friend, but, you know. What, uh, <laughs> Do these women know that they're just booze for the holidays? And like, how do you break things off when cuffing season's over? I think, I, I think, I think cuffing season is a, a a situation where both parties are weighing these options. Because um, I learned, I learned uh, about cuffing season from women who I dated and cut things off with me. I learned everything usually from like the receiving end. Normally, what I do is, um, in the springtime, <laughs> in the springtime. Uh, uh, I'm trying to think. What did I do this year? You purposefully cut it off because cuffing season's over. Not purposely, but it usually again things usually just fizzle. Yeah. Like, I, like it's hard to really describe for me because, like, again, it's, just it's like nice three months. Out. It's like yeah. it's like you're thinking of the summer. You want to like yeah. go out and party with your boys. If yeah, and the thing is, I feel like if you have if one of you, whether it's the man or woman or, or however your situation goes, brings up where do we go from here, then that's the opportunity to just be honest. Like, hey, you know, uh. I thought we were just, you know, having fun for the winter. But you don't talk serious. about it beforehand. You just like kind of tell them when you're breaking it off. Kind of, because like sometimes you just start. Like yeah. sometimes you just kind of like you meet someone and then you're just in it and it just starts. I mean, are you open to the possibility of it? Oh, lasting? I, this is my thing. I am, oh, I, I am single, but I'm all about trying to get a bay. But I'm not in any rush to get a bay. That makes you know, sense. That makes right? sense. What's like, your type? For any I, girls listening that are... Also, how old are you? I'm 31. Okay. So this is a time when my mom harasses me because I'm an <laughs> yeah, old child. Yeah, I was going to so say. I'm in, it. I'm in it deep. My mom is asking about grandkids nonstop. So for yeah. any girls, women yeah. out there listening who would like to audition for your cuffing season trial, <laughs> who would like to get dumped in May. <laughs> so, so, this is the thing. That's, well, not, well, that's not... But what's your type? What's that's your not type? the case. I usually like... I usually have three things I usually look for. Someone who is pretty, because I, I really do like pretty, but also like who is fun, who actually can hold a conversation about. I don't even care what it is. Like if you care about shoes the most, or if you care about like politics, if you care about kids, as long as like you're passionate about something that I could kind of learn from. You know, like I feel sure. like I want to have a conversation where I don't know all the answers and you can just lead it. Like I don't want to be in a room where I have to start every conversation. Like that's so boring. You need a talky lady. Yeah. It's so boring. Let's have a little bit of fun. Make me do something I don't want to do. Like, you want to go, like, I don't know, horseback riding? Cool. <laughs> I've never been on a horse. Like, let's what, do some yeah. shit. What's your favorite cuffing season activity? I am a big, it depends. Like, if it is, like, right now, because it's kind of warm, kind of nice, I'm a big outdoor person. I'm a big parker. Uh, I do. I will do the, the I love pumpkin 
um, products. Yes. So like I am definitely like let's go to a, a, like apple picking even though I don't want the apples I just like going because they have pumpkins right. there too I love <laughs> I love a good pumpkin yeah they got pump like they have pumpkin pie they yeah. have like, you know the pumpkin spice the donuts the oh my donuts. goodness yeah. Pumpkin donuts? Yes. Oh, You've ever yeah. had a pumpkin donut? You know what I... Ooh, a pumpkin spice donut? You know what I did yeah. order that I'm picking up on Friday is pumpkin cronuts. Oh. Stop it. What? Yeah. I'll, I'll For say the most basic among us. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I hate that pumpkins now represent the basicness. Me too. I, really, I like That's, pumpkin things. Yeah, so. I agree. It's so dumb that it represents like basic quote bitches. But I do have to say at the dog store... They had uh, pumpkin lattes for dogs, and I got it for my dog, Sam. And I was like, oh, she will be a legit basic bitch because <laughs> I'm going to be making her a pumpkin latte for dogs. Wow. I also saw they have um, pumpkin cough drops now, pumpkin flavored cough drops. All right, drops. too far. Oh, too far. Too far. Too far. Uh, on that note, <laughs> it is time for our Reason of the Week Breakdown. <laughs> That might be my favorite one. <laughs> Draw. It is cuffing season, but when cuffing season finishes, when the groundhog sees his or her shadow, you will want to be a single man on the prowl. We are going to do a little role playing. Angela and I will be playing your winter boo named Langela. And Langela. You, we're, we're your two headed winter boo. Okay, yeah. cool. cool. <laughs> uh, the goal is that you're going to try to break things off with us because cuffing season has ended <laughs> and we are going to try to talk you out of breaking up with us in a game we call Escape the Cuffs. <laughs> are you ready to play? Yes, I'm ready. All right. Here we go. Wow, Gerard, it's March. Can you believe we've been together for five months, babe? The time I've spent with you has been really amazing. Oh, my God. You know what? I've enjoyed every moment of it to be truthfully honest i mean you're both so smart you're so lovely and you know i just feel like you deserve a little bit better and i feel like i haven't been up to snuff in a way you know my mind what? isn't there what? yeah i know what? i know I, there are things i've been trying to work on i've been trying to hide from um you both it's like i'm just not there yet you know like i feel like but Jerome, my booby my booby on Hanukkah made you some knitted socks. And you know what? My booby loves you. I mean, she's great. And I still want to be friends with Bubby. Like, I'm, I'm trying to get those socks next year. What? But, but you know what? Someone else I need to be there, socks. too. No. What, what Was it the couple's costume we made you wear? Did you not like being the ketchup to our mustard? I mean, this is my thing. I love mustard more. And you both kind of knew that. So you did that on purpose. And I, it wasn't <laughs> funny. And you guys just tried to hurt my feelings a little bit. Oh. Wait. I... You can't break up with us. Is is this because there's no more holidays and there's no reason to be with us anymore? It's really, you know, it's really more so about that I feel like there's nothing left for us to really like latch on to. You know, like when we have like Valentine's Day or or New Year's Eve, it's an event for us to look forward and do the couple thing. Now it's not that. You're going to want to go to the beach, hang with your friends, go no, to brunches. No, no, Gerard. June has plenty of holidays. It's the best month to be in a relationship. It's... Um, June? There's Father's Day. You know, oh man, me and my dad aren't cool, so I try not to think about that. So. But, but I have a lot of... We have a lot of daddy issues, so we need you to, to be there for us and no, this role is, play our daddy. This, first <laughs> off, I don't mind being called daddy, but I just want you two to feel comfortable. And you know... This is the thing, all right? This is the thing. I'm still going to be there to support you. I'm, I'm here to be your friend because, 
you know, we can be friends, right? Men and women can be friends. You no, guys aren't they saying can't. Wow, you we're very old fashioned. <laughs> you know, I thought we could be adults about this and kind of end this on a peaceful term, but if you wanna, you know, there's more okay, holidays yeah, too. All right, all right, fine. But in July, mm -hmm. it's Oyster Appreciation Day. You know, oysters are an aphrodisiac. Oysters are alive, and people eat them while they're alive. So that's something I just can't be. That's a part romantic. Of. No, you're eating a live creature. That just hurts. It, okay, but but then after that, in August, there's World Waffle Day, and Gerard, baby, we can have breakfast in bed. You know, I do love waffles, but I only like uh, Waffle House waffles. So it's this whole thing is I don't want to fake it. You know, I want you two to feel genuine love and honesty, and I don't want to fake it with this fake waffles that we were making with a waffle maker. Ugh, okay, God. but you know what's also in August? International Dog Biscuit Day. We can adopt a puppy. You know, that's a whole nother thing because... You're going to want a dog that feels like really your dog. Then I might see another dog that's like, oh, that calls out to me. And we can't get two dogs, you know? And we don't want that dog to be. That would be a lot of dogs. Mm -hmm. But then, okay, well, but then it's multiple personality day. And that's kind of like role playing in bed, but better. Like, dude, just let her go. Shut up, Peter. Well, one, that is a great call and response that I love, but it's already three of us. We already like call things out. You know, remember okay, you guys remember that time, Angela, you were like the nurse. Laura, you you were the teacher and yeah. then I was like a student. I mean we do stuff all the time. We just can't anymore because it's summer. <laughs> and you know what happens in the summer? You're gonna go out with your friends. You're gonna be wanting to you're gonna want to experience something. You may go to a bar and you may see someone named, you know, Nick. Right? You're like, oh man, I never had a dude with hair this long before. Like, my <laughs> hair is short, you know? And I don't want to stop you from experiencing that, you know? It's going to be awkward for me when Laura meets Nick. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you're right. Maybe we should break up. You did, did it. it! You escaped the cops! We did it! You escaped the cops! We did it! Wow. <laughs> Uh, did we just teach so many people how to break up with people? Is that what <laughs> That was a very healthy breakup. <laughs> uh, how did it feel escaping the cops? Um, honestly, you know, it actually helped because I, I like that was almost like a a, a training montage <laughs> <laughs> for the big breakup at the end of the movie. Uh, I dig it. I dig it. All right, well, guys at home, we hope we have cleared up this week's reason because that is it for this week's. This is why you're single podcast. Thank you so much to our guest, Jerome Milligan. Follow him on Twitter at Jerome Milligan. Uh, check out, Google him if you want to see his pictures. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, what is your website? Uh, it's JeromeMilligan.com. Sexy uh, pictures, I got to tell you. Listen, what what other plugs? Your pants yeah. are rolled up. If I, if I get a date out of this podcast, <laughs> I will let you both know. Yeah. Immediately. Okay, Scott Rogowski, let me say, uh, we our former guest Scott Rogowski met a listener from our really? podcast. And they, like, he went, went to Canada yeah, they to went hang on, like, out a, with her. Like a trip together. Wow. He got like a lot of messages from girls, so I wouldn't be surprised if you I mean, get, listen, if you get hit up. Go on the Instagram, DM a brother. You know, I'm a big like I will respond to a DM very quick. <laughs> is your is your Instagram the same as your Twitter? Yeah, it's just at Gerard. I actually stopped using Twitter recently. Oh, okay. Uh, I don't know why. I just like needed to take a break, and I just kept. A Instagram lot of people are like, you know, yeah, they're over Twitter shit. Uh, any other plugs we should tell people about? Um, I, I, oh yes, I will be in the New York Comedy Festival. At UCB Chelsea, 
uh, was that November 8th at 9.30 p.m. Okay, great. This That's episode amazing. comes out November 1st. So oh, you, perfect. You got, you got a few more days to, to check out his show. You could hit on him in person. Yeah. You don't even need to slide into those DMs. Yeah, Wayla's you know. creepy. Uh, thank you so much, Jarrah, for being back on the show. Thanks for having we me. We learned so much. <laughs> <laughs> about, about your butt. About <laughs> saying, yeah, a lot of butt stuff that came up in this one. Uh, people love butt stuff it's, they, it's fine they do uh, also you guys you can check out our book it's available on Amazon Barnes & Noble and our audiobook is on Audible yep and you can get hooked up with discounts from all of our sponsors for a full list of sponsors and codes check out our podcast page on thisiswhyyoursingleshow.com we're also on social you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at your single show sometimes people slide into our DMs uh-huh. but it's, it's not sexual no unfortunately not Oh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> but we still appreciate the love. Yeah. Uh, you can also follow my personal on Twitter. I'm at Laura Lane. And on Instagram, I'm at Laura Lane Rad. And sometimes I post a lot of fun stuff with even Angela and our guests. Uh-oh. Yeah. Yeah, she does. And I am at Sparadactyl on Twitter and Instagram, like my last name and the dinosaur. I also post fun things. Um, if you like the podcast, you can like and subscribe on iTunes. Thank you so much for listening and tune in next week for a whole new show. Bye. This is why you're single. This is why you're single. This is why you're single. Ba, 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 ba. This is why you're single. Ba, 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 ba. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>